I'm Tracy Ramos. Welcome to Booze Nation, the podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. It is the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. Yes, I like to state the obvious to everybody. Um, I kind of thought that this year, the end of 2021 would be different than the end of 2020, but it kind of seems like we're in the same situation. We still have a pandemic looming over us. Uh, hospitals are still filled with COVID patients. Um, it does seem to be a little bit different in the fact that 2021, there is a vaccine. It's a free vaccine. And so many people chose not to be vaccinated. And it kind of seems that these are the people that are in the hospitals, taking up hospital space, taking up hospital beds that could have been prevented. So that's kind of shitty. Don't want to victim blame everybody or anybody, but still, guys, this could have been prevented and you didn't do your job. So hopefully if we learned anything, which as Americans, we're not good at learning. Hopefully we learned like to go get vaccinated, go get your boosters, go wear a mask. None of this is hard. So one of the things that people do for New Year's Eve is that they make New Year's resolutions. I don't. I don't make any resolutions. I think I tried it once and I just set myself up for failure. So I don't do that anymore. But I do like to make goals. And one of my goals is to actually find my hairdresser. I need to find Nancy. She uh, had her shop three blocks from my house. And that was obviously pre-pandemic. And I can't say post-pandemic because we're still in it. But I haven't seen her in 18 months and I need to do a lot of things with my hair, which I know maybe sounds like a little bit trite, uh, a little bit shallow since we are in a pandemic, but it is one of my goals. So there you have it. Another one of my goals is to actually get more listeners to my podcast. I think I have two. Um, one is myself. And so I need to figure out how to do that. Um, it's just kind of really confusing and algorithms aren't my jam. So I need to get on that. So those are my two goals for 2022. And that's where I'm at and no resolutions. But I want to talk about resolutions and where they came from. And just doing a quick Google search, uh, Google told me so it's coming from Google, just to let you know, disclaimer, that the first uh, resolutions started or were started by the ancient Babylonians. Like, who are they? Yeah, ancient Babylonians are said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions 4,000 years ago. God, really? 4,000 years ago, I would think they would be working and focusing on other things, like, you know, how to get fire and shit. But I guess, you know, they were really go-getters. Though for them, the Babylonians... Um, their year did not begin in January, but in mid-March when crops were planted. And it was during a massive 12-day religious festival um, known as Akitu. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. But that's what it was. And what they would do is they would make promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects they had borrowed. Those promises could be considered the forerunners of our New Year's resolutions. Thanks.
If the Babylonians kept their word, their pagan gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year. If not, they would fall out of the gods' favor, a place no one wanted to be. So I guess I did learn something. I did learn that the ancient Babylonians prayed to the pagan gods. Love it. And I'm sure if the Christians of today knew that we still carried on pagan traditions, they'd shit their pants. So I'm happy about that. Again, good luck with your resolutions. I'm not going to make any, but I want to support you if you do. Good luck. going to venture out New Year's Eve. Very tricky this year because the new variant is just spreading all over the place. Bars may not be open. Restaurants may not be open. So I definitely understand if you're going to stay home. I'm staying home. And I definitely understand if you're a bar owner and a bartender and patrons and you want to be out and about and trying to be social and trying to be safe. I get all of I get the whole range. So good luck to everybody out there on New Year's Eve. Um, But I wanted to talk about bar fights because, you know, what's New Year's Eve without a bar fight? You know, sometimes it just, just happens. And according to Slate.com, the Black Cat Tavern Riots of 1967 was a big one, a big bar fight. So what happened? Revelers were kissing at Los Angeles Black Cat Tavern to ring in the new year of 1967. Some patrons apparently pulled out their stopwatches. These were undercover cops known in the gay community as Betty Badge or Lily Law. Those are really bad names, guys. I mean, come on, gay community, you could have done a lot better. I'm sorry. Don't need me to be judgy, but Betty Badge? Ugh. Um, so these undercover cops were working another of their sting operations. When it was determined that the kissing had lasted longer than could be deemed suitable for the occasion and had strayed into the lewd and disorderly behavior, gay and lesbian couples were arrested on the spot. So lame. Are you kidding me? What, you can have a one-second kiss and that's okay, but if you kiss for like four seconds, that's not okay? What if you're just a slow kisser? What if you just, you know, want to hang out there for a while? It's fucking New Year's Eve and somebody's like timing you? That sucks. That's stupid. So it was not uncommon for police to resort to this tactic to bust gay bars. Life magazine had reported that the LAPD sent out police, quote, dressed to look like homosexuals, tight pants, sneakers, sweaters, or jackets, unquote, to save the city from the aggressive homosexuality, which was only getting worse because of increased homosexual activity. Fuck you, LAPD, yet again. Who the fuck are you? And also, tight pants, sneakers, sweaters, or jackets, that's basically what every single human wears. That's that's what you're like gonna check people on? They're tight pants. Shut up. God, you suck. That night the patrons protested the raid and a small riot spilled out onto the streets. Good. Police responded by beating two bartenders unconscious. Shocking, you fucking assholes. Another protest followed shortly thereafter, and the small surge in awareness and political action is thought to have been responsible for Richard Mitch and Bill Rouse 
decision to start their own gay publication, The Advocate. It also foreshadowed the far more dramatic Stonewall riots two and a half years later. So that's a pretty good bar fight. I mean, it's not good that the LAPD beat the shit out of people, but it's good that it started the advocate and it's good that it started, you know, the riots and the protesting. Okay, I guess I should clarify that. Um, I'm not necessarily pro-rioting. I am pro-protesting. I love the protests. I've done a million of them in San Francisco. One of the reasons I love that city is that it used to have protests all the time. It was amazing. So if you find that there's a protest near you, do some research and go join it. have some clips, some audio clips of some dear friends of mine who sent in their thoughts and comments and reflections about New Year's Eve. Here you go. Hello, my name is Zoe Annie and Tracy Ramos asked me to um, just record something in reference to New Year's Eve as a bartender. Um, I have spent most of my time bartending in New York um, at a club called Superfine. It was a restaurant bar um, in Dumbo. Um, And in San Francisco, I mostly bartended at a wine bar. And the question was, what is the difference between, uh, the biggest difference between customers in New York and in San Francisco? You know, when you asked me to do this and I started to think about it, the fact that I'd never actually really worked in New Year's just means that I'm just, you know, one of the most blessed bartenders on the planet. Um, and I got out unscathed. So um, I think that's it. You know, the difference is just um, there is no difference. Everyone on New Year's is crazy. <laughs> Everyone's going out for their night out. Everyone has these hopes and dreams and whatnot. And, um, you know. Hopefully you're lucky enough to come around, you know, have have the people there that are, are going to be um, together enough to order their drinks and, like, compassionate enough to not, like, vomit in the bathroom or start a fight somewhere. I mean, that's, that's basically it, isn't it? Um, maybe that's a universal thing. Anyway, thanks for asking me, Tracy. Peace out. Happy New Year, all. Hello, Booze Nation. Happy holidays. Melinda Lopez here, just reaching out to send a very, very awesome, blessed holiday season and wishing you the best for 2022, reminding everyone to be kind, be patient, and to always have faith within themselves as we enter the new year. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. New Year's Eve has never really been my favorite holiday. I remember growing up as a kid in New York City, uh, we would be taken to the ball drop and it was always cold. It was always crowded and I was always miserable. I never really enjoyed it. And then getting into the industry, you know, working behind the bar and being like five to seven people deep, it's just, it was never fun for me. Um, I do appreciate uh, the, the coming of the next year, the hope and, you know, applying what we've learned in the last year and then putting it onto the, the next year, but the pressure of having fun and all that. Oh my God. New year's. (laughs) 
um, I used to think that New Year's had to be such a huge thing and make plans and dinners and go to some big party or something in the city. And then I got older and I realized that anytime you make big plans for something on New Year's, it just goes to crap. Like the year that I was supposed to spend uh, from 1999 to 2000 in Norway, but then had like the worst flu ever. So I <laughs> missed that. And then I realized like the best part about New Year's is just going to my local bar and hanging out with all my favorites. So that's how I used to love to spend New Year's. And now I'm just at home uh, with a pot of meat and some Prosecco. And that's it. Happy New Year, Tracy. And thank you to Zoe, Melinda, Kareen, and Allie. Thank you for sending in your clips. So, so appreciated. Thank you. So, guys, like I said, it's the end of 2021. Let's be safe. Let's be healthy. Let's try and do our best to be safe and to be healthy. That means going to get vaxxed, wearing masks, and wearing masks properly. That means covering the nose and mouth at the same time. Guys, come on. This is this is ridiculous. All of these chin strap things I've been seeing. It's do- it doesn't help. And it's not hard, guys. These things are not hard. So please, let's do our part. Let's be safe. Let's be healthy. And let's ring in 2022 so we can finally process 2020. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Booze Nation, the podcast. I'll be back soon. <laughs>